you are tuned in to the Young Money Moguls Podcast. Join us for discussions on all things God, business, and family. Being the bridge to your solutions and opportunities for true health and wealth at discretionary time. Here is your host, Ken the Don. That's changing over time. Yeah. But nonetheless, the birds are fun. Uh, the certain things that you learn not to do. Uh, most people, and I certainly enjoy a nice automobile. Mm-hmm. I love to drive. Mm-hmm. One of the worst mistakes you can make is to buy a car. <laughs> you don't buy a car. You might lease a car. You don't need to own a car. You need control of a car. You need access to a car. But the minute you buy that car, drive it off the showroom, the car is going to lose about 13% of its value. It's automatic. It's a great work. So if you're a businessman, I remember when I went by BM, IBM, that was only an automobile. They leased a lot of cars. I didn't believe it. I Makes so, so much sense. I mean, it's just, it's just I can't believe it. I never thought of that. The average person nowadays spending $60,000 on an automobile. By the time they get finished paying for that car, loan, the interest, the compound, they pay a lot more. Yeah, a lot. And that's what's in them. Like, it's straight to them. They don't have to do that. Yeah. That's my next goal right there. I'm glad to hear that from a black man. 
Pharrell from a black man. I'm glad to hear that. I mean, I can't believe my father was taking care of his nine children. Sheesh. But he worked himself to death to do it. He was dead by the time he was 67 years old. Wow. I've lived 10 years longer than my father. Wow. Already. Hope to live a little bit longer. Of course, that's something to war. Yeah. Now, <laughs> but I watched my father. And of course, that times were very different. You guys are young. Education, the options. You're in business. You're in business. Yes, sir. Yeah. This is America. Yeah. This is the richest place in the history of mankind. No other place in the history of mankind has been so much wealth for so many people. Yeah, that's true. It's extraordinary. We spend trillions of dollars a year. Not billions. That's small change nowadays for a lot of these guys. We got, what, 500 billionaires in America. Yeah. This boy Elon Musk is worth 87, 89 billion dollars. Mm. Almost the father's the mom. Yeah. This is America. You can do anything in this country. Anything. Don't let nobody ever tell you you can't. This bullshit about being black can't help me back because I'm black. Is yes, yeah. Yeah. That's the way I describe it. Yes, this bullshit. <laughs> I agree. All the way. See, don't ever let anybody play that game on you about which I didn't make it because I was black. They discriminate against me. No. If you look at the black millionaires and billionaires in America, the ones still alive and the ones dead, you'll never hear them talk about they help me back when I was black. Mm. They don't play that game. Yeah. They just don't play that game. I'm looking now at this young kid, and I forget his name, but he lives in Vegas now. When I say young kid, I think he's about 50 Gave all that money to Warhouse a couple of years ago, paid off everybody's college debt. Mm, I think I know he's wrote the check, paid off everybody's debt. But man, yeah, he's in the money market game, building funds that he then invests in other business operations. Mm. That's something you and your partner are be looking at. Yeah, building funds. Okay. This fund, we're going to put together this one for $50 million. What are we going to do with the 50 We're going to invest it in organizations, black, white, whatever, whatever. Mm. But we're going to make you money. Same way the boys on Wall Street did. The same way the boys on Wall Street mm. You can do that. Too. Yeah. You can do that. You can do that. You can do that. Put your shingle out. A lot of these guys don't even have any integrity. Mm. The only thing they can say is, Mr. Jones gave me ten thousand to invest. I gave him twenty five back. Yeah, that's all that guy's concerned about. <laughs> they don't care whether you beat your wife or not. He's he, he's looking to see his money grow. Yeah, you can do that. Right there, here, right there, here on Flat Street, Reggie Lewis Museum. The black 
African American Museum right down there. Reggie Lewis was born right over in East Baltimore on Central Avenue. Mm-hmm. His mother raised him primarily, single parent. Okay. Dunbar High School graduate. Went down to Virginia State on a football scholarship. Quite an athlete. Did well at Virginia State. Left Virginia State, went up to Harvard Law School. Mm. Harvard is the largest law school in the country, the most prestigious one, too. They graduate about 1,500 lawyers every year. Well, Reggie graduated from Harvard Law among all them white boys. Wow. Hell of a guy. Reggie said when he came out of school, he was going to work for them, on my wife, for about five years, and they was going for broke. I'm going to work for them. I'm going to learn all I can from them. I'm going for broke. Well, he wound up building the biggest, most successful black-owned conglomerate in the world at wow. the time. A thing called Beatrice Industries. Beatrice was the 7-Eleven of Europe. They own drugstores and convenience stores all over several countries in Europe. He started off, Reggie did, had a little bit of savings of his own, borrowed $60,000. He bought a firm called McCall Patterns. Back in the day, a lot of women used to make their clothes. McCall was probably the most prominent uh, company that made the patterns for the employee. Mm. Anyway, they got in trouble. Couldn't survive. Reggie bought them at what amounted to a fire sale. I wow. think he paid at the time about $600,000 for McCall patterns. Built McCall. <laughs> Went from there, just leapfrogging, 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 leapfrogging. Next thing you know, he had built himself an entire... My man, are you at Harvard? You at Harvard? You going? Yeah. Okay, way to go. All right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, my niece is at Harvard. Okay. Uh, anyway, Reggie built the largest, as I said, black-owned business in Bumblebee. He died, unfortunately, but only about 57 when he died. His wife, he had a wife and a daughter, they sold Beatrice. When they sold Beatrice, they sold it for $3.2 billion. Wow. Now, that's still a big number. Yeah. And that was, let me see, Reggie's been dead now for maybe 15 years when they sold Beatrice. Wow. I mentioned Reggie because of what you can do. Reggie made it very, very clear. I ain't working for them. I'm as smart as they are. I got as much energy as they are. They have, and I got some guts. He trained himself, of course, and then went for broke. Hell of a guy. He was really one hell of a guy. He has a book. He wrote a book that's become a classic. Called Why Should White Boys Have All the Fun? <laughs> I'm going to write that one down. I like now, that. I think that book is Reggie Lewis's book. His focus about how he did what he did coming on down the road. Why should white boys make all the money? I'm going to give you one other name. There's a young black guy in Washington, D.C. Peoples is his last name. P-E-B-B-L-E-S. Peoples. He's a developer. 
one of the toughest businesses out there to develop. He is one of probably in America. He's one of the ten most successful developers in this country, wow. and probably one of the ten most successful developers now in the world. His latest project. <laughs> They're negotiating to build the tallest building in the world in Manhattan, on Manhattan's east side, an area called uh, Hudson Yard. Years ago, when I used to work in New York, Hudson Yard was nothing but a rat trap. I mean, literally. But a railroad yard is all it was. Wow. Yeah, that's all Hudson Yard was a railroad yard. And, and, and they, over time, they decided to develop it. Now you go to Hudson Yard, <laughs> much of it, you see these magnificent skyscrapers, these apartments where people are spending 35 dollars dollars $50 million per apartment. Good That's Lord. that New York lifestyle. Right? Good Lord. Yeah. This is New York. Yeah. There's no place like it in the world. But this is a black guy mm. negotiating to build the tallest building in the world in Manhattan, right there in the heart of where the white boys move. Yeah. You know this is a brother right out of Washington, D.C. And he got started. You all probably know the name Marion Byrne. Marion Byrne has become a legend for his effectiveness in D.C. Remember, mm. he got caught smoking that crack cocaine with that girl. <laughs> yeah. Exactly what they were doing. The problem was, he fell for the okie doke. Yeah. There's an awful lot of guys who fell for the flip of the hip. Scripton got a lot of guys in the country. He up there in the hotel room with this girl. She said, come on, you know, Next thing you know, they filming. Yeah. FBI busting on, catching doing this crack program. Oh, that's, that's a big, that's a, that's a big time. I mean, I mean, really? Yeah, like they just come in there and show you after he's been really good. Right. I mean, his famous line was, "The bitch set me up." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that was his line. <laughs> Marion Byrd, famous. They put him out of whatever. I think Marion went to jail for a little while. Came back to DC, the people re elected Marion Byrd. Wow. Because Marion Byrd had been the most effective black mayor and probably one of the most effective mayors in the entire country. Wow. And the people didn't forget. If you were black in Washington, DC, if you were, I mean, if you were in DC, you wanted to build something major. You had to give the brothers a piece of it. Yeah. Well, you weren't going to get the car. Yeah, listen. They did the same thing in Atlanta when they built Atlanta Airport. Uh, Largest airport in the country. Yes, yes. Place is huge. It's almost like a city itself. Trains, everything. Right. (laughs) Crazy. The Maynard Jackson, the first black mayor of Atlanta, Georgia, was in power, and they were building that airport. He made it for a trip. If you don't give 30% of this to black guys, it ain't going to happen yet. And they did. My boy said, no, I ain't even $70 on the table just because I got to give the brother 30%. Yeah. I'm going to take the 
so what I got to give the brother 30? Then they realize, hey, it ain't too bad giving the brother 30. He know what he's doing. Yeah. They ain't bringing those guys in here. Yeah. And they built the largest airport in the world. Wow. I mentioned these people. You can do anything. Yes, this sir. is America. Yes, sir. Don't let nobody tell you what you can't do. You got to prepare yourself. Yeah. You got to stop listening to a lot of the crap that we tell each other. About what we can't do, what somebody did with us and all that. I mean, yeah, I understand all that, but what yeah. you gonna do about it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You are preaching. Yeah. That's usually what it takes. Every time you want to make a part of Thank God. Yeah. 
but I was too stupid to inculcate it until I got to be well into my 40s. Wow. Wow. I mean, I was going fine and just running around town. People, people thought I was a real success. Oh, he worked for the man. <laughs> oh, he, he, he writes this and that and the other. He's an author. I mean, uh, he said, oh, oh, last time I saw him, he looked great. I mean, he had all this nice looking suit on. I'm telling you, man, it's easy. We used to say, we used to laugh and joke when I was in Baltimore. In Baltimore, you could make it with $2 in your pocket and a crease in your pants. Okay, listen. $2 and a crease in your pants. You play that game. Until, until now, you you got to dig deep. Yeah. You ain't got no man in the His people get bounty. Yeah. He wants his people rich. Yeah. My uncle talk about that all the time. He said, I'm a rich man. He used to think he was boasting. No, he wasn't. He's done well with his little business. He had a service station. But he meant, I'm a child of God. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm rich in spirit. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I'm a rich man. Yeah. Mm. Be careful who you sleep with. Be careful who you marry. Woman laying beside you. Or nowadays, the man laying beside you. Let's be real. Yeah, you're honest. Can, can, can either be your biggest ally or your biggest enemy. I learned that. Yeah, you said to me all the time. I learned that. Trust me. It's just a fact. Yeah. A lot of time, the person who wants to be closer to you, deep down inside, is saying, I'm going to get next to someone so he thinks he all that. But they ain't looking to help. Yeah. They don't help. But y'all don't help. Y'all see a terrible thing. Mm hmm? He don't know why he's jealous like he just is. Yeah. <laughs> he don't know why he don't like you. But he is. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like my mother said, don't pick up you do off the street. <laughs> and you stay away from people that don't mean you no know good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Your life. You do it what you want to do. But if you ain't in control of yourself, you're in trouble. Mm -hmm. You confirm everything I be telling him. <laughs> <laughs> Look. You ain't got to be 60 years old to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. for real. That's yeah. why That's why I created Young Money Muggles, because I don't want people... Yeah. Early. Yeah. Yeah. I have to be 55 and 60 to get smart. Get smart early in your life. 
watch how other people who are successful do what they do. The only thing unsuccessful people ought to be telling you is what not to do. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I went to school with so-and-so. He was a nice guy. We got along well. But last time I saw him, he was standing on the corner, snot running out of his nose, hasn't washed for days or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I feel some empathy, but I ain't getting the same situation with him. See, empathy is one thing, sympathy is another. Mm. I'm empathetic because I'm a human being. I'm, I got feelings like you. But I'm not joining you in that business. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. I might even try to help you. I'm going to be careful how I do that. Because a lot of times what we think is help, we're doing it for our own advertisement, mm. not for the benefit of the person that we say we're doing it help. Mm. We're doing it because it makes up for you. You know, I gave him $10. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're funny. I mean, I love it. I love it. Yeah, you're right. 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 Yeah, you're Years old. Dear Lord. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love this impartation I'm right now. Crazy. This is needed. Everything I've got, and I've got a few dollars. <laughs> I'll give it to you tomorrow in exchange for your 27. Oh, Lord. We can, how can we work this out? <laughs> you let me be 27, I'll give you. Yeah, right. <laughs> what I'm trying to make it. At 27, you got it all right. All right. If you live a normal life in America, you got another 50, 60 years to live. Mm. Think about that. Yeah. I'm 80, I'm about 78 years old. You turn 78 years old. happy belated. Yeah. yeah. 78 years old. I'm years older than you. That's a half a second. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that is, yeah. Listen. Think about that. Yes, yeah. sir. Think about I'm that. grateful for the impartation right now. Listen. You can do anything. You got the weapon. You want to learn how to do Period. Make some money. Make a lot of money. Yes, sir. Make a lot of money. I plan on it. The Lord ain't got no problem with a rich man. The stuff that we used to tell people in the church. You know, it's harder for, uh, or rather, it's easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle yeah. than for a rich man to get into heaven. The Lord didn't say that. Yeah. What he said is look, I'm going to give you this money. If you don't remember where it came from, if you treat my people bad, I ain't giving you nothing. I want you rich. But I don't want you to get from this okay? I don't want you going around confusing my people, sticking your nose up with people, seeing children go hungry and stuff like that. I ain't gonna have that. But I ain't got no problem with you being rich. I ain't got no problem with you being rich. 
Yeah. Ice Bridge Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this was good. I don't want to take away from your food. I really appreciate this, though. Yeah, no. Listen. We were just talking about stuff. Like, it's like every time we talk about stuff, it's like something the world just comes into this. Yeah. Just, just, the violence of it. Yeah, it gives us presents. You can't do anything without it. Don't yeah. even cry. Oh, yeah. Don't even cry. You ain't got to walk around all day long. Like, you should take coming up. He's a holy roller. Because that's your reward. Yeah, that's your reward. That's the thing people don't realize. When you do all the stuff to be seen. This was good. This is so good. I'm so grateful for this.